You've worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. Guys, welcome to the first episode of The Stride Effect. Woo! It only felt appropriate to have my co-owner Jess on for the very first episode ever of The Stride Effect. We're excited. We're so excited. So this uh, podcast is going to be released every single Wednesday, and this is the very first episode, so it's kind of like special for us. It is. And it's my first time ever, ever on a podcast, so this is new. How does it feel? Uh, I'm quivering. (laughs) I'm excited. I'm it's, nervous. It's nice though, right? Like we're just like chilling on my couch. Like it's yeah. a Sunday morning. You have a coffee. Taking my shoes off. You're going to taking the shoes off, kicking it back a little bit. Kicking it back. You're going to Pilates after this. I know. You know, it's just a great morning. <laughs> it is. Um, so guys, this episode today, uh, I wanted to bring Jess on just so we can talk about the origin of Stride because most of you probably that are listening to this probably know what Stride is, your Stride clients, or maybe you're from my following on social media and you're familiar with me only ever talking about Stride all hours of the day. <laughs> but if for whatever reason you guys don't really know much about Stride or you just stumbled upon this podcast, first of all, welcome. Um, We're so happy to have you here. Um, but Jess and I really wanted to just talk about Stride and what yeah. it is. Um, we'll bring Jess back on for a whole other episode just about everything Jess Vero. Because I actually met Jess when she was Borzelica. That's weird. But isn't that's it? different because you're my Borz. I know. You're, you're everyone's Borz. <laughs> You're everyone's bores. Um, so yeah, we'll bring Jess on for a whole other episode all about Jess because she has some depth to her. I do. Yeah, you do. We all do. Mm-hmm. And that's the best part. I love it. Podcasts, you get deep in pods. Oh, <laughs> do we? <laughs> yeah, you do. We're getting deep. Um, but we'll bring Jess back on for another episode all about Jess. Um, but today we're going to be talking about the origin of Stride. Yeah. So I'm really excited to get into it. Me too. You let's ready? dive. Let's just, yeah. let's just jump right in. Let's go. All right. So tell us a little bit about you. Give me an elevator pitch. Oh, should I play some music? I'm just kidding. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I am a wife, a mother of three beautiful children. Meredith is 14. Oh my. Jackson is seven and Olivia will be two come June. Like where did that time go? Um, co-owner of stride with the beautiful Tori of course and I teach spin and I teach boxing and boot camp classes as well and has been um, a spin instructor for gosh it's been a little over four years now that's crazy but I've only been teaching box and boot camp for since we've opened so over a year and a half it'll be two years come August shit that's crazy um And I love anything that has to do with being loud, passionate, and strong. And that's me (laughs) in a bubble. (laughs) I can't believe it's already been four years. 
four years it's crazy yeah. so Jess Babs and I were just um celebrating our four-year spinniversary in January it's crazy it's so crazy like I remember my first class and we'll we'll get into this in a little bit but like I was literally thinking about it the other day like my first class um where Jess and I used to be was four years ago four years ago and which like, is so funny because just yeah. yesterday on my um my time hop just came up a video of sh- us doing the shoulder lean uh, oh my God. <laughs> in my that was during training, wasn't it? Well, I was, I don't know. No, you um, were in the I wasn't front training row. Yet I wasn't. But you're yet. in the video, and yeah. it's so cute. You're, oh my God, you I was like 114 a pounds. <laughs> I was so, I was like 30 pounds smaller than I am now. That was so cute. I think you had dark hair. Yeah, I did. Or you might have just been starting to go light then. I was starting to go light yeah. then, but like I had like highlights in, but I was still pretty dark. Yeah. It was so cute. I was like, oh my gosh, there's Tori. And a few of like our instructors are in there, like yeah. Lauren and Rachel. It's so funny. It's so cute. I'll I know. show you after. The other day I was in the car with Meredith. Meredith is one of our front desk girls, different than Jess's daughter, Meredith. <laughs> um, and Meredith was like, so how do you know everybody at the studio? Because like, I feel like I missed out on a lot of like the relationships. <laughs> and like, Mary, you did. Like yeah. we all, we all kind of started together and like we've moved together. It's mm-hmm. like a pack. It's really, really cool. Um, so yeah, that's Jess. Jess has a, and I want to get into this in a solo episode with Jess, but Jess has a blended family. I do. Um, give them a little bit about that. Real okay. Quick. So, uh, my husband, Eric and I, we met, um, on Tinder, on Tinder. Hi, Tinder it works guys. Story. It works. Um, <laughs> I swiped for him and he swiped for me. He's six ten. He's a giant. You can't miss him. Um, and his daughter who is 14, Meredith, when I met her, she was probably like eight turning nine or nine turning 10. Um, and, you know, I have my son, Jackson. He was two when we met. So he's known Eric for his entire life. And, um, you know, the two of them come together and they love each other. And then we had one baby together. So it's kind of like all of our little puzzle pieces have fallen into place. And I you, love it. Yeah, and you and Meredith's, Meredith's mom have like the best oh my God. relationship too. I absolutely love Heather. And she actually works at Stride too. And um, she's such a sweetheart. We hang out. We're such great friends. And um, blended families are something extremely special and um, mean a lot to me. So I love that she can be a part of our Stride fam too. It's so cool. Yeah, it is I really love cool. it. I definitely want to get into that on a solo episode of you, but I think it's important for people to know that too. Yeah. Um, okay. So Jess, I want to hear a little bit about how you found Spin. Um, so it was over four years ago, probably four and a half. I was doing CrossFit full time, um, but just getting a little bit too many injuries. So I wanted something more cardio based. I literally went on to Google, no joke, and I Googled um, fun dance party on a bike, and I clicked like nearby, right? Mm-hmm. And a local studio popped up. I said, okay, these reviews look amazing. I went and first class, I said, I looked around, and I was like, holy shit, like what did I get myself into? But this is what I wanted. So I'm taking class back row, of course, because I was like, super intimidated all these girls were just absolutely stunning and so fit and I was like oh my gosh like what is this place (laughs) um I remember I couldn't hit the beat quite yet but I remember after that class I went home and I said challenge accepted I'm going to get this and I'm gonna move up front 
um, eventually did. And the instructors just would after class come up to me and, and always just say, my God, you look amazing when you ride. Like, let's do something with this. And uh, lo and behold, one of them actually just completely on their own signed me up to get certified. And she's like, this is the info. Let's go. So I got certified. I started training at that local studio within being there. I think I was only there for like two months. Um, Let's see, August, September, October. Yeah, October, November, December. uh, So those were the three months of me training. And then um, I started right in January. And started January 16, 2016. 20, right? Because yeah, it's yeah, 2020. Yeah, I graduated yeah. in 2016. May, 2016. Yeah. June. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Um, that's when I first hit the stage, but I started training in 2015. Yeah, yeah. that makes sense. Because mm-hmm. Jackson was only two. And that's when I met Eric, because I met Eric during my training time, yeah. which is crazy. So, it's so cute. crazy. In the parking lot. It's I mean, not well, in the parking lot, but no, like but we he had shot many a shot little, in the yeah. parking lot. I did. <laughs> Oh, my little Eric. But we should bring Eric on. We should. Oh, like, God. He would, he would have this. too much fun. Listen. He's a talker anyway. Yeah. Put a mic in front of him. No. We'd be Eric here show. for five hours. That's fine. The people would love it. <laughs> they probably would love Eric. He's so what sweet. What would talk about? Oh, God. Being tall. <laughs> Insurance. Yeah. <laughs> basketball. Sports. Basketball. Bowling. Um, Sorry. Anyway. Anyway. Bowling. <laughs> He's on a bowling league, guys. How cute. Every Tuesday. What a weirdo. Um... <laughs> But I love him for that. But yeah, so that's how it all kind of began. And I just knew that in my life, I was meant to just touch as many lives as possible and spin. I mean, obviously being a mom, I was touching, you know, my children's lives, but I needed to go further. And when I was on that stage, my God, I, you know, you know, mm-hmm. that feeling, it just like overtakes your soul. And to see the change in other people because of one thing that you may say. It's just, it's, oh God, it literally leaves you speechless. It really does. And it's such an honor that we get to be a part of so many people's lives. And um, that's what made me just realize that this, this is what I was meant to do full time. And uh, that's how everything, yeah, everything kind of began. And it's like, it's important to note that Jess didn't, look like the other instructors there and that comes into a really important role Mm -hmm. in a minute so um I found Jess through the other studio that she taught at so I moved out to I talked about this a little bit on my personal podcast manifest with Tori Simone but I moved out to LA at the end of my junior year to pursue YouTube full-time when I was out in LA like you know how kids get the freshman 15 in college I got the LA 15 (laughs) like I just like gained weight sometimes I kind of wish I knew the LA Tori um she was like crazy <laughs> she was crazy man <laughs> she went to clubs those are other stories <laughs> no that isn't i still have to tell that on my other podcast but like she was crazy you kind of dipped into it a little bit a i little remember bit. hearing some of those stories and i was like wait yeah. what yeah yeah it was crazy it. it was definitely a weird time in my life <laughs> um but whatever everyone's like i mean side note now everyone's like why don't you ever like party and stuff like you're 21 i'm like because i did that when i was 17 like yeah, i went crazy yeah. for two months like what do you think i was doing in la <laughs> um but anyway so i was in la and i gained weight in la because i was like exposed to postmates really so i could postmate food to me all the time postmates. oh is that like doordash yeah like that, it's exactly yeah, like doordash and grubhub um postmates is like it really just dabbles in like the main cities like it Got hasn't it. really hit the burbs like it's in philly and stuff um 
so I just gained a lot of weight out in LA. Not a lot, but like more than I was used to because I was always a really skinny kid growing up. Um, so I came back and I played softball um, growing up, but I stopped playing softball in like eighth grade. Then I found YouTube and I was doing YouTube full time as a hobby. Then once YouTube kind of fell through as a hobby and I didn't really have any hobbies, I was like, I don't really know what to do with my life anymore. Mm-hmm. And I was kind of overweight, not overweight. I need to stop saying that. I was just heavier than I like to be. Right. And um, I didn't really have like anything to do other than YouTube. So um, my one friend, Hallie, was like, hey, like what? back in November of 2015, she was like, hey, like, let's go to a soul cycle class. I said, absolutely, let's go. And I take I took like spin classes at LA Fitness and stuff like that yeah, before. Yeah. And I was like, this is so boring. Like, I want to die. <laughs> I know, me too. Um, but then she was like, let's go to a soul cycle class. I was like, down. So we were in New York. We went to a soul cycle class and it was just amazing. Like it was so much fun. I had such a great time. And I was like, like the very first song it was the Hills RL Grime remix was the very oh, first song. God. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And as soon as the beat dropped, like he didn't even tell us to do anything. My whole body just, just wanted to a push up. Yeah. Yeah. So I just like went down and I was like, and then I saw everyone was doing it. I'm like, Oh man, yeah. I'm like doing it. <laughs> yeah. You know? And the girl in front of me, I was in the second row and the girl in front of me was like, she had a build exactly like yours. Yeah. And she was, killing it she was on the beat the whole time I of course was not but I was like man I'm doing a good job but like I wasn't yeah um but the girl in front of me was on the beat the whole time I'm like she is so good like how can I be that good so that was in November then um around like January Hallie was like I found a studio near us that's like soul cycle do you want to come with me and I was like sure so I went and I took a bar class there yeah and I didn't love it but I was like whatever um I didn't go back for like another month and a half. And then in March, um, I read this book called Skinny Bitch. And in it, it talked about like going vegan. But I didn't know that it was like a vegan book. It was just eating healthy and stuff. But I was kind of just like eased into the whole vegan thing without knowing it. So I went vegan. March 1st of 2016 and I started to feel like really great amazing like instantaneously like so much better yeah um so that was on like a Tuesday and then on a Wednesday Hallie was like why don't you come to a spin class with me at the studio that is like like soul cycle and I was like okay cool so I went and I I think I I don't really remember who I took I think it wasn't you yet okay because this was in March so you were teaching but you weren't going at the times that you weren't teaching at the times that I was there because you were still nannying and stuff yes yep so we did our schedules didn't align yeah so I found an instructor that I liked and I went to them every single week for the same time and then um like in the middle of March I kept going all the time and I really liked it I started going on my own because Hallie got a job there so I was like okay now I can like go on my own like I don't have to like I feel like was your first class with me on a Saturday it was I thought so it was a Saturday so um Jess was already teaching at the time and I wanted to go on a Saturday so I texted Hallie I was like who is this Jess girl is she good (laughs) because really at the time the only people that were instructing were the owners yeah and you weren't an owner yeah so I was like who is this girl like is she any is she good? And Hallie was like, you're going to love her. She's new. She's great. Like you're going to love her. And I was like, okay, cool. So I took your class on a Saturday and like every other instructor looked a certain way. Like they were super skinny. They had like these six pack of abs. Like they were on the beat. They were hot. Like they just looked like 
models yeah. on the bike. And like, I did not feel that way. Like they were riding in like leggings and a sports bra and I was like trying to cover my, there's me in my myself. t-shirt. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, but like, yeah. that's what I loved yeah. because like I felt super insecure, but like you were up there killing it. Mm-hmm. Like didn't look like the other girls. And it yeah. gave me so much confidence that I was like, okay, like I can actually do this. Like yeah. I don't have to look a certain way right. to yep. fit in here. Yep. And, that's, and you were I the feel first like that's instructor. always my message too. Like yeah. all sizes are welcome. And I loved that I was the bigger girl yeah. killing it, you know, like yeah. hitting that beat. I was like, shit, man, if I can do this, anyone can do this, you know? And I actually feel like I remember exactly what bike you were on. Were oh, you like, me. okay, hold I on. I don't remember. All right. So it, when Definitely you would grow, yeah, it was back row, second bike in yeah. like from the door. Yeah. Because I remember your cute yeah. little bun bopping. Yeah. <laughs> it was so cute. I short hair it's then. funny how you remember certain people and exactly where they sat on their first class. Because you just have that like instant little, you get these like instant little, I mean, you connect with everyone, but you do get these certain little instant connections with people. Like I also remember like Kate Burton. I feel like I always remember people's hair. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Kate I mean, Burton's huge bun. She's so her cute. first class. I remember exactly where she sat too. So you remember whose bun I never forget, but doesn't really do a bun anymore. Who? Lauren Cimino. Oh my God. Yeah. All she used to do was a bun. Yeah. She doesn't do it anymore. She's another one. Cause yeah. she used to sit right front and center. Yeah. Oh it's actually God. so funny. Lauren doesn't know this, but when <laughs> Lauren is um, our manager now and like literally like, an extension of the both of us yeah Lauren when I first started going to Soul Beat Lauren would always be there yeah and she would always like I don't know she would just kill it like she's so good (laughs) and she wouldn't ever talk to me and I was like I don't like this girl (laughs) stop wait (laughs) no I'm not kidding and then I and then I became an instructor and then she took my classes and I was like okay I like this girl a lot so so it's funny it's actually really funny yeah I love it um but anyway so uh yeah Jess didn't look like everyone else and I really really liked that so I would always ride back row and then um after Jess's class that I took of hers for the first time, I texted Hallie. I was like, I fucking love Jess. <laughs> and Hallie's like, I know she's the best. And ever since then, I would align my schedule with um, one other instructor and Jess to You're make sure so that cute. like I would only take, because it was your Wednesday six. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I would always do your um, Saturday 930s. Yeah. Your, she did a double. So she did Saturday 830 and Saturday 930. Yep. And I always mm-hmm. did the 930. Which everyone else did the 830. It was weird. Like but I feel I like for a while, like eight thirty was the one, and then it like nine thirty became. I mean, they both huge. like you built both of them up so much. Yeah, but like, like the eight thirty was always waitlisted, and so was the nine thirty. But the nine thirty, you could always have some wiggle room. Into true, it. it's very true. Yeah, yeah. Like you could like wake up in the morning and be like, oh, yeah, there's a spot. Like, and let's like go. there was a crew in the eight thirty. There was a crew in the and I wasn't a part of it. <laughs> Wait, Lauren was the eight thirty. I know. Crew. I know. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Dead. Lauren, I freaking love you now. Oh. You just intimidated me, Lauren, if you're listening. It's just so funny because so she's funny. like she's so not. I know. It was the top knot, dude. I'm not kidding. She was it so was. good. Oh, she had the so top cute. knot. And I was like, this girl is not one to mess she with. She whips it out every now and then yeah. still. Yeah. So when she's oh, God, into it, it, it comes out. I'm like, yeah. that's the Lauren I know and yep. love. So um yeah, that's how I that's how I found Jess. And then this is like what really changed. Oh, also back to what you're saying. Sorry, I'm all over the place. Back to what Me you're sure saying okay. about how certain people stand out. Yeah, I think that and this is important to note. I think the reason that I stood out to you was because I was like one of the only high schoolers there. You were. You, yeah. you were because I had I had a very interesting following when I first mm-hmm. began. Like it was 
a pretty good variety, but I would say I definitely had a lot of the moms. Yeah. And I think that studio had a lot of moms. Yeah. And, and, and people more geared towards my age, like stay at home moms. We mean, yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Stay at home moms for sure. Um, and it was, let me think when, Oh wait, no, I had a lot of the, and my, see that studio had a lot of work, uh, stay at home moms all during the day. Yeah. I had all the working moms. Cause at that point I was only teaching at night. At night, Yeah. Yeah. And it's so funny that I think that like, I never had a well, morning following had, there. Had How five, weird. You had 545. I did have the 545s Tuesdays and Thursdays. My God, like, I don't know how I had so much energy then. Yeah. But um, you're right. You were one of the only um, high school girls because I feel like the only high school girls at that time that would come. You, Hallie, Claire. Yeah. um, Kind of the ones that. Claire came a lot later, though. Yeah. Like, in the beginning, like, literally, it was just Hallie and I. Mm -hmm. And the rest were, like, moms and, like, older women. Yeah, it was definitely different. Like, some college girls, but it was very trendy to the area. And it was very new. And, like, now it's super saturated here. But it was a very new thing at the time. It was. <clears throat> and you were just so cute. I just remember when you were there for a little while. I say this story because it always just makes me giggle. Someone came up to me and was like, Jess, do you know who's in your class? And I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> my people? And they're like, Tori Sterling. And I'm like, "I who's Tori Sterling? Because in mind body... You were Tori D. Simone. Yeah. I only ever knew Tori as Tori D. Simone. Yeah. Like forever, you know? And then when I was introduced to um, her Tori Sterling, because at that point, I don't even think you ever said your last name. No. No. And um, I was like, well, I don't know who you guys are talking about. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the only Tori in my class is Tori D. Simone. And they're like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> so it's like they didn't really know either. <laughs> But it always made me giggle. And i that's my favorite part about you and I is that I only ever knew you. Yeah. As I, I don't like to say the real you, but the, uh, the I don't even know how to like no, say it. Do you, you know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like you only knew me as Tori Desmond. Like you never knew me as like, you never knew me from my Instagram or my YouTube. Correct. And then got to know me from that. Yeah. Like it was only ever like oh, I know this girl, Tori, and she happens to do these things. Correct. Like that's yeah. Oh, my God. And then I remember being like, oh, my God, she's so cute. Yeah. Like, look at her in these damn videos. Like, I remember what? when I found your Instagram for the first time, I stalked. I was like, wow. And you had a lot of pictures with Madison. And I was like, is this your daughter? Oh, my niece. Yeah. She looks like my daughter. Yeah. Listen, my niece looks more like mine than any of my children. It's quite funny. No, it was cool. It yeah. was really cool. Oh, God, my Instagram back then. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, my God. We've you come, had, like, collages. We've come and, like, leaps. The yellow back. they're all still up oh god Um, we should get rid of those and then the biggest turning point of me and my like spin career with Jess and with I mean in my whole spin career in general was it was a Saturday class and this was in like probably April like right after my birthday because I remember I had spin shoes because Hallie got me spin shoes for my birthday you know what I'm gonna say and um, I got there kind of late for class like before before it started but like later where I couldn't get a bike that I wanted yeah so there were two bikes open in the rest of class and they were in the front row and I literally was like (laughs) (laughs) I can't do this and Hallie was like come on like let's go front row and I was like (laughs) like I really can't go front row yet and Jess looked at me and she goes go front row you're really good I watch you yeah and I was like okay bitch (laughs) (laughs) let's go (laughs) so I went front row 
And she killed it, by the way. And that was the first class where I felt like I actually could do the whole thing. Yeah. And, like, I remember during the first song, like, I was fucking killing it. During the second song, like, they're always fast as shit, so I was trying my best. Um, But I felt like I did a pretty good job on it. That time, like, that was the first sprint that I got the gallop and I kept the gallop. I think it's because I was looking at myself in the mirror and I could see what I was doing. Isn't it crazy how the front row can make, like... Yeah, drastic improvements yeah. just by seeing yourself. Yep. Um, and I just remember like Hallie turned to me like after the first sprint, she's like, you're really good. And I was like, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> and then after class, like you came up and you're like, you killed that. Like mm-hmm. you were really, really good. I remember that. And I never rode back row since. Like yeah. I was only front row after that. And then how long after that did, did you start training? So that was in April. I graduated high school in June. And then I left for college in August. Listen, guys. <laughs> I spun with you on the day I graduated I high school. And cried. You, you got me gifts when I left I for did. college. And I was still just we, your little client. Here we are. Um, I, I was actually, I was out them. with my mom in Jackson. I don't even know how old Jack. I mean, how old was probably like two or three. Two. This was in 2016. So. He was three. just about to. Yeah. He, yeah, just, yeah, turned he just turned three. So he was like still a little toddler. We're out at, I want to say like home goods or something. And I was like, oh gosh, I need to get Tori like graduation gifts. And my mom's like, who is this Tori? Like you're getting a little high school girl <laughs> these presents. Yeah, man. Honestly, I was like, I don't know. I just fucking love her so much. Like <laughs> I need to like make sure she knows this before she leaves. And I just remember like writing your letter. I'm probably going to cry. I and I cried. The letter. I cried. And um, I was like, why am I crying about this? Like <laughs> about this girl. And uh, oh, here I am with this mic in my face. She's and tearing up. Tearing up because, oh, Jess. Oh, oh, don't do it. I don't know how to respond to this. <laughs> do I comfort you? Listen, I'm just always an emotional person. She Katie Dudley knows one. that. Like she yeah. sees me and we both cry. Yeah. But anywho. Um, my mom, it's, uh, can I fast forward for like yeah. just a hot second? Yeah, yeah. So I remember my mom actually was the one who brought this back to me when we decided to open stride and she goes, Jess, do you remember when we went to home goods and we got her these presents and you were crying and you didn't understand why she goes, this is why, like, this was why. And you, you guys knew that you had some type of connection, but didn't quite understand it yet. And then when you came back, like it all just, it all made yeah. so much sense. It still makes so much sense. Yeah. It's just crazy how like the we were universe works. Very connected to one another. Yeah. And it's funny because like we wouldn't like go out no. together. You know, we just yeah. always had some type of friendship that I, I think like other people just like never really understood, yeah. but we like did. A friendship that we weren't like at the time we weren't friends right but it was like it was almost like an older sister relationship where yeah. I feel like I've known you my whole life yes and yep. I really look looked up to you and you like kind of took me under your wing like from the second we met yeah you know oh, I know I'm gonna get to that too we're so late <laughs> we're just snuggling together on the couch I know no big deal. <laughs> I love it so that's um how oh to answer your question so 
I left for college in August of 2016. Yeah. And then I came back in January of 2017. Well, technically December. And then I went to the owner of that studio and I was like, hey, I want to instruct. And she was like, yeah, like, let's do it. So then I, uh, I trained from January of 2017 to March of 2017. And then my first class was March um, 12th, 2017. So Crazy. then we were co-workers. Yes. I loved that we had so many different like levels yeah. of our friendship, yeah. you know, just going from someone like, you know, me pushing you to go up front yeah. to, you know, the client relationship to just a friendship relationship mm-hmm. to side by side employees. Mm-hmm. And then now it's just really cool to yeah. see. We've had like every a very single natural phase. progression. Yeah. I love it. It's cool. And when I was training, the owner was like, listen, you can only ride with me and Boars on stage. <laughs> And Boris is Jess, if you guys at the time her last name was Bo- uh I mean your mom's your mom's um tone always gets in my head whenever oh I my say Borzelica. Because I say Borzelica and then she goes Borzelica. Yeah. And I'm like, well, what is it? <laughs> so my family, we're like split in half of how we pronounce it. It's Borzelica. It can be Borzelica. It's like this little I hill in love Italy. Borzelica. But so do I because I feel like it so flows. Good. It sounds so good. Mm-hmm. Borzelica. Borzelica, Borzaleka, I mean, whichever you prefer. But yeah. see, that's why I actually kept my name hyphenated yeah. at Stride because I knew um, my old following knew me as Borzelica. And but then the still new, yeah, they do. And then the new, new, the, 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 new, the new people new. knew me as Vero. So, yeah, because Vero is your married, married name. name. Borzelica is her maiden name. Yes. So that's, um, the origin of Jess yeah. and I, oh my God. long I 28 minutes later, Holy how <laughs> Jess and I met. Um, okay, so Jess and I were teaching at the studio together for, uh, I'd say about, let's see, when did I call you? In September, and yeah. I started in March, so that's like six months, five or six months that I was teaching. Yeah. Um, Jess wanted to make fitness full-time. Mm-hmm. You are a nanny, like you were hustling. Yeah. Like you were nannying and then you would leave nannying to go to the studio every single, for what, three nights a week. You were there Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday nights. You didn't have Thursday or Friday. And then I I know taught Fridays. I know her schedule. Then you did Friday happy hour Mm -hmm. and then you're double on Saturday. Saturday. Yeah. So like she only had one night off Mm -hmm. and like no one ever would ask you to sub on your Thursday because everybody knew like like, that's your one night. Yeah. But I did teach Thursday mornings though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Sunday was like my complete day but off. But when I started, you gave that up. I did. Because yeah. I took it over eventually. You did? Yeah. Oh my God, I remember that. Yeah. Ah! I didn't take it from you. I took it from Alex. Oh my God, yes. Yeah. And then I I ended up, when I moved in with Eric, I gave up my Tuesday as well. Because I actually, yeah. guys, crazy story. I literally had to sleep at my mom's house in Norristown with Jackson because Eric would leave so early for work. I would have no one for the kids. So we would literally have to uplift our whole life two nights every week and live in a different home yeah. just so I could teach in the morning. So I was like, yeah. okay, I'm like engaged. I feel like I should be living at home with <laughs> my soon to be husband. Baby. Like, but, um, so that was crazy. Yeah. Like Jess was hustling and she wanted to make fitness full time. Yeah. Um, but the studio that we were at, there was like no way to make it happen just because the schedule was so full Yeah, that like you, we literally couldn't add on. I am going to pause this really quick so that we can take a super quick break and then we'll get right back to the podcast.
Um, Jess was dominating with a following there. Like she literally was like anything, like you could not get into one of Jess's classes. Like good luck if you tried. Um, my following was definitely picking up and uh, I was bringing in a different demographic. Like I was bringing in a lot of high school girls and yeah. college girls that the studio didn't have before. Yeah, that was a so, huge turning point there. Huge. Like mm-hmm. I definitely brought in a whole demographic that yeah. just didn't exist there. Um, I knew that I wanted to own a studio full time and like I was open with everyone about it there. Like everyone knew that like I wanted to put one on the main line when I was like 26 or something like that. It was just what I wanted to do. Wait, can I pause you for yeah. a second? So this is what I was going to say earlier and you're like, hold on. Oh, say we it. were okay. So it was before Tori <gasps> yeah. even came to, uh, she remembers oh, it was before stride even like came about even yeah. though it was an idea in your head yeah so we were having a sweet potato well it wasn't an idea vegan. in my head yet because i called you when it was an idea but i told well, you my not goals. an idea of strat yes yeah yep so we're sitting we were sitting right over there in the chairs we were having a sweet potato together for uh from gangster vegan i think you were doing my wedding makeup trial or something i was doing your bridal party makeup and but we are treating it as a wedding trial Yes. Yeah. And um, because <clears throat> I was, I did Jess's wedding makeup. Yeah. Oh God, guys, she made me look stunning. Oh, she did. Thanks. She's so talented. Thanks. Um, and we were sitting over there, and she goes, "Yeah, I, I really, I want to like open a spin studio." And I was like, "Get it, tour? Like, okay, <laughs> like this is amazing. I can't believe like you're saying this right now." And uh, like, look at us now. Like, how yeah. crazy. Yeah. And how crazy. old were you then? Oh my God. Were um, you 17? Let's see. I was 18. Uh, I, when was your bridal party in August? I got married. It was in the summer. So you probably had just I was, turned. I was 19. I just turned 19. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, yo, this girl is yeah. not even 20 yet. And she already knows what she wants to do. I friggin' loved it. Well, I knew when I was 18 that I wanted to do it. You're because like, there I was one that. day where like I was waiting to go into, um, the spin room and one of the owners walked by it. I had eyelash extensions at the time. I remember you telling me this. Yeah. Yeah. And she was like, where do you get your eyelashes done? I told her, she said, can you email it to me? I'm so-and-so at so-and-so.com. And I said, yeah, sure. She goes, I'm an owner here. And when she said that, I was like, whoa, like that's crazy. Cause yeah. like, I didn't really know that like small businesses were a thing. Like yeah. my dad's a small business owner, but to me it was just like, my dad's going to work, you know, right. like I yeah. never really thought of it like that. Um, so when she told me that she was an owner and like, when I say like the studio was popping, like every single class was full, like you could not get into a class and like the lobby was like hustling and bustling. The music was like so loud. I was like, Oh my God, this girl owns it. Like she's insane. Like I love that. Yeah. So that's like right then in there. I knew that like, I wanted to do it. I remember you telling me that. Yeah. I know. Cause like you see it and you're like, that's what I want. Yeah, exactly. So Mm -hmm. I knew that I wanted to do it. Um, so I got a following, just had a great following and, I just sort of felt like I was outgrowing something. And this was only like five months in. Yeah. So I kind of felt like I was outgrowing it. And I kind of felt like, you know, the market's hot now. And like, if I want to do it, like I, I can't wait another seven years because who knows if it's going to be here in seven years. Like I just got to do it now. Yeah. So um, I taught a 545 class on a Thursday and um, it was after the class and it was like 630 in the morning. And Lauren Samino, our manager, the one that I was scared of, but now turned into like my best friend at the studio because she uh, started taking my classes and I loved her. Um, so she, her and I were like talking for a little bit afterwards and she was like, so like, what do you want to do? And you know, like, how's your, like, what's your next thing of life? And I was like, you know, I don't really know. Like I, I kind of want to 
open a studio of my own one day and you know but I don't really know how I don't know who I'd open it with and I don't know if I want to do it alone like I I just don't know any of these things and she's like you know what would be awesome and I was like what and she's like if you and Boris opened a studio together and I was just like (laughs) jaw dropped yeah literally shit that would be epic (laughs) and Lauren was like you should totally do it like that would be insane like where would you put it and I was like I don't know somewhere I'd never compete with here like somewhere on the main line probably and you know like and then we just got to talking about it we're like that would be insane like so many of these people like from here would like go to ours and like they would like love it and like we would have like such a diverse like group of girls like teaching like that'd be sick if we did all this yeah and um I just got so excited and this was in September of 2017 and um so Lauren was like I have to go to work but like text me about (laughs) it and I was like okay I'll text you so Lauren left I locked up the studio and I went home and on my drive home I called Jess (laughs) and this no I think it started with a text message oh yeah 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 I didn't call you you're right I texted you I texted you because I literally was the first day of me going back to work Uh after my honeymoon oh boy (laughs) sorry hear me out is what the first thing said it was seven in the morning it was and I text Jess I go good morning hear me out (laughs) and she goes what's up um and I said hypothetically (laughs) if I were to open a studio would you want to do it with me and the only thing Jess writes back is fuck Fuck yes Not talking to anyone in my family. Yeah. I'm like, let's go. So that's like how it began. It was. Yeah. So then I called my mom and I was like, hey, mom, Jess Boers and I are going to open a studio together. And she was like, <laughs> OK, come over. So I went over to my mom's house. She she knew that I wanted to open a studio. So Karen already had a spreadsheet made. Oh, that's yeah. her thing. She had a spreadsheet made. And we just sat there like all day, like talking about like numbers, where it would be, yeah. things like that. Like we were so naive back then oh my gosh I so it's naive. so funny I was just on my computer organizing some files and our first like paperwork that your mom put together for us when you came to my house for that mm-hmm. dinner mm-hmm. and the numbers that we like thought it would take to open are so small we were so naive. like literally <laughs> I remember like sitting in my mom's basement like looking at um papers like online of like open spaces to rent and we literally were like looking at like 2000 square foot spaces. Yeah. And oh my gosh, we were Could like, you imagine literally we didn't even make the LLC yet. We yeah. had no money. We had nothing. And we're like, let's go look at spaces and like apply for business loans. Like yeah. little did we know, like it just doesn't work like that. Yeah. We were so naive, man. Um, so that's pretty much how stride started. Yeah. So what did you think when I called you or texted you about the studio? Honestly, the moment that you said it and I like responded right away, I knew that whatever it took, like it was going to happen. I Like, you know, when you just have some type of goal, there's some that are like, eh, you probably won't get to it. This one was like, oh, n- nothing will stop us. And I knew it was going to happen. And I feel like we balanced each other out so much. So well. So, we so well. Do. We still do. And it's funny because like a day that one of us is, is you know, on a high, one is kind of like on a low. We just, we bring each other like right back to the middle. And it's with such perfect timing as well. Like when it all like started to happen. And... um I just knew that we it would work. I just knew it would work. We yeah. we just knew it. Yeah, we knew it. Like there was never a doubt in my mind that like 
a the studio would open and b right. that it wouldn't that it would be anything less than successful like right. I, we, we just knew I mean there was definitely a couple moments where you would panic and I would calm you down yeah and then there were moments where I would panic and you yeah. would calm me down yeah like, I remember when we first opened the booking <gasps> oh god oh my god I was sitting right here <laughs> it was so scary right here and I opened the booking and I was like what the fuck did I get myself into? (laughs) I was like, Tori, why couldn't you just be normal? Like, why couldn't you just like (laughs) let yourself be an instructor and like not have any stress? Like let other people have all this stress. I texted you. I was like, are we going to be okay? (laughs) I remember that text. I I was just going to bring that up because I freaked out. I was like, there was so, but there's so many times where like I would text that too, you know, being like, wait, is anyone going to show up? Yeah. Hello. Like scary. Hello. It is scary, but we're like so vulnerable and we're so human. And that's why I think people, they could see yeah. how well we meshed. And I mean, that's just, I, that's what takes people to be successful is just yeah. to sh- show your vulnerability. You know, yeah. we all have doubts. Yeah. Now, did we doubt that it would open? No. Like yeah. even when, Never. you know, it took a long time oh God, for things. We forgot to say that what? right after we started this whole thing, you found out that you were pregnant. Oh my pregnant. God, guys. Wait, oh my God. How did we forget forget? Olivia, (laughs) our child? All right. So it was, first of all, I got um, knocked up on my my, (laughs) um, honeymoon. On my honeymoon. Well, you also have a theory that you're pregnant for your wedding, but. I do. We don't really know. We don't really know, but I I don't know. She was growing a human throughout the whole thing. I was growing a human throughout the whole thing. That was uh, crazy. That was weird. Um, Literally, I said yes. I was already pregnant and didn't even know it. And oh God, it was called me. Yeah. It was Eric's birthday and I took a test. He's October 29th. So that's when I found out and I took the test and I looked at it and I was like, holy crap. Oh no. Oh no. And I like looked at Eric. We were excited, obviously, but at the same time we were like, oh shit. What? So I remember I called you and I said, okay, listen, and this is when I told hear you, out. hear me out, hear me out. That's like our thing. Yeah. I was like, um, hi, I'm like growing a human. But I remember saying, and I promised you this, I said, no matter how large I am, no matter how pregnant I am, no matter afterwards, I will always make sure people are walking in that door. I will always make sure that people are coming to my class. And you were like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> because at the time, this was in... um October that we found out that you were pregnant. Yeah. At the time we wanted to open in May of 2018. Yeah. And you were due in June of 2018. July. July. I had her June. You had her June, but you were due in July. Mm -hmm. So we were like, okay, like you can be there for opening. Yeah. And then you'll just take some time off. Like no big deal. Like whatever. We'll work it out. Um, everything got, kept getting pushed back, honestly, for the best reasons. Yeah. So then, um, you gave birth in June and Mm -hmm. we opened in August. Yeah. So you were completely ready for opening. And And I knew I would be. It worked out really well. You know what it did? And we were, it's funny because we were panicking that it wasn't happening in May. I remember that. And we were like, oh my gosh, like, can we make it another few months? Is it going to be pushed when I'm due? Like that was the, I think that was probably one of the most stressful things for me personally because I said okay I need I need to be there I need to be present like I need on both ends yeah business wise and mom wise I was like how can we do this and then I honestly like one day Eric's like well you don't have control over it right now so just be (laughs) 
it's funny because I say that kind of stuff like in class too. And it was so true. Yeah. And everything happened for a reason, even though it wasn't the timeline that we wanted. Um, and I remember <clears throat> I had a C-section and the doctor was like, okay, you'll be seen in like six to eight weeks. I said, well, I need to be seen in five because yeah. I need to be on a bike in five weeks. <laughs> Yeah. And I did. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I made it happen. There were a lot of reasons that we were pressed for a May opening. I, I remember a big reason was because you, um, so oh, we yes. both made money at the old studio mm-hmm. when we left, like that definitely took a hit. Um, like it paid just like my bills here. So yeah. I had YouTube money still coming in, but that was like a big part of your yeah. income. Yeah. So that took a hit for you. Mm-hmm. And then, um, you gave up nannying uh, like a month and a half after you left the old studio too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So then you had no income coming in. Yeah. And a big reason that we wanted to get open as soon as possible so that we could start getting income. Right. Again. So yeah, that was scary. Yeah. Like that on top of when you were going to give birth, like there were a lot of factors that were riding on like a May opening. Yeah. And I remember we would always tell people like coming May 2018 and yep. it just never happened. Beginning of the summer. Oh, yeah, yeah, gosh. yeah. And then it was like, so oh, crazy. Christ. I remember texting Brian, our contractor, and being like, okay, it's May. Okay, June. <laughs> okay, July. Can you please make it yeah, Like, hi, we're announcing our date. Like, this yeah. is, we're not opening any later. Yeah, like it has <laughs> but it to be then. It has to be then. <clears throat> so, yeah, it's crazy to look back on all that. It really is. And um, it's like, but then... I feel like May wouldn't be no perfect. No, August is just like, yeah, was meant to be. Yeah, it really was. It really was like, it's (laughs) it's really, really great that it happened in August. Yeah. So throughout all of this, what has been the biggest obstacle for you to overcome? Business wise or personally? Either. It can be both. I feel like business was definitely being taken, like us being taken seriously. Mm -hmm. We were, I mean, you were even younger people didn't really know my age. I guess they just assumed I was a little bit older than you. Um, being a woman, they like didn't think we were serious. We actually, do you remember we brought Ken on Sarah's husband, um, as a project manager, I believe. And like all of a sudden people started taking us seriously. And that was so annoying. Like oh, it was I'm so, so grateful that Ken did that for I mean, us. Totally. But it was really irritating that we had to get a man involved right. for shit to get done. Oh, it like really just, irked we, me. We were not taken seriously. Yeah. But I mean, like looking back, like I'm a little 19 year old girl that literally looked like I was four. Like but I still, get it. Like, we had a team behind us yeah. and that's what it's all about. Like, I don't know half the things that need to happen to be able to do it. And that's why we have people that do, you know, and like, thank goodness for the, the team that we had then the team we have now and. Oh gosh, we can't, we wouldn't be able to do it without them. But, um, and then like financial stuff, it was very difficult for us to get any type of loan because we, yeah, we may have been in the fitness industry, but we weren't on the business behind the scenes and banks were just like, nope. (laughs) Even with small business loans, which, uh, no one really talks about. With SBA, you need two years of business under yeah. your belt. And it's mm-hmm. like, how the fuck am I supposed to get two years of business right. if I can't get funding for this yeah. project? So And it can be fitness, yeah. but it had to be management. It had to be it had to just be business. Like yeah. it didn't matter what field that you were in. Like, cool if you were doing like like exactly what we were doing. Like, cool if you were an instructor for two years, like I don't care. You've never yeah, had a exactly. business like this is your first time owning a business. Like maybe right. you're not getting a loan for two years. Yeah. Super so, annoying. It was. So that those were probably the biggest obstacles that I you know, think of for business wise personally was definitely the pregnancy. Um, 
just timing wise, it was so crazy. I knew I could do it, but there were so many doubts in my head and, you know, it was definitely what was, it was, it was tough. It was tough. But Mm -hmm. then I feel like some of my most favorite memories was was during that time, you know? Yeah. hundred percent. I feel like my biggest obstacle and I still uh, do it, deal with it every day is the fact that so much of our staff did come from uh, a different studio. Yeah. So they looked at me as their client. Like I was yeah. like Babs, I was Babs's client, you yeah. know, and now I'm yeah. her boss. Yeah. So like, and Lauren, like I was her friend and then I was her spin instructor. Now I'm her boss. Like, yeah, it's like the constant changing of relationship roles yeah. Yeah. has always kind of been like, I mean, it's never been an issue. We've only ever given respect to other people, which is why we only ever get respect back. Yeah. Um, but, and then like navigating that friendship mm-hmm. of these people it's that hard. like we were really, really good friends with. And like we become like spin, you're so vulnerable in spin. Like you get really close to people really quickly. Yeah. And I was actually saying in one of my personal podcast episodes that there's only one person in my life, in my whole life, that is not related to spin one person that I talk to every single day that I consider one of my closest friends of my entire life. And like, he's the only person not related to spin. Every other person in my life is related yeah, to spin. Crazy? It's crazy. Or like they then become, so yeah. a lot of my closest friends weren't spin related, but mm-hmm. then I got them into it. Right. You know? So like it brought it totally. Yeah. Like Lindsay, I met through spin. Mm-hmm. So like, I don't tell her about anything stride. Cause like that's her happy place. And like, right. I don't want to like tell her anything yeah. other than like, you know, you're taking class tonight, stuff like yeah. that. Like <laughs> yeah. I try and keep like that relationship there. So um, that's definitely been like my biggest thing is like navigating that friendship and boss line because I'm so close with all of our staff and all of our clients, and, like yeah. all of our girls, like that's, those are our girls. Yeah. You know, it's true. And like, you mm-hmm. don't want to, you don't want to hurt feelings yeah that, that's hard yeah it's really it's hard. really hard it's hard when you have so much love for people yeah and you just like you see the best in them yeah but you just like I know it's hard it is that's de- I, I you know thinking of those type of things too and then being able to just navigate it all too yeah. is always difficult but we find we always find a way well yeah we're really fortunate yeah. That we have a great group of we girls. We really do. And my dad oh, is a business psychologist. So he helps navigate us a lot. Yeah. If like it, there's a difficult we love you, Ross. coworker, client, a difficult conversation to have, anything like that. Like he just coaches us to be yeah. the best uh, bosses that we can. Yeah. I'm thankful really to have that for. outlet to be able yeah. to really use. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, okay. So uh, other than the biggest obstacle, what's been the most rewarding part? Oh gosh, um, the relationships, the connections, um, the spark that you like see in people's eyes, the moment that it just like clicks, you know, mm-hmm. um, seeing that you're making a difference in someone's life. It's the coolest thing. Like I yeah. said in the beginning, what about yours? Um, definitely that exact same thing. Yeah. Um, another like my favorite thing is seeing riders evolve into themselves. Yeah. Like a yes. new rider comes into themselves and it's really cool to see like 
at the old studio, I felt like I just sort of was going through the motions. I didn't really know who I was as an instructor. Now, like I know who I am as an instructor. I'm really confident who I am as an instructor. And like, I know I'm not everyone's cup of tea and like, that's totally fine. But like, I have my people and they have me. Yeah. And it's really, really cool to be in my room teaching and to see like the front row and like the sidebar and the back row all kind of do the same like mannerisms that I do on the bike. Yeah, like yes. I flick my wrist in a certain yeah, way and I, yeah. I notice girls flicking their wrists in a certain way too or like, um, you know, like the down, down, up, up. I started calling it army crawl. Now yeah. everyone calls yeah, it an yeah, army yeah. crawl. And I'm like, man, like that's cool. Like yeah. we started these mannerisms and like we started this like little language of spin. Right. And it's really cool seeing girls that were new riders that have now become you know, veteran riders and just see them like do these little like Toryisms of like I wrist know, pops I love it. And, like, I love it. How they like will th- like flip their hair all the time. And like, it's just, it's really cool to see. Yeah. To like see girls like just become like riders that you created. Yeah. It's really, it's it cool. Is really cool. And it's not something I, and like it took time to see that because yeah. I didn't see that at the old studio. I wasn't there enough to really come into myself. And then when we opened stride, like it takes a couple months for people to get the rhythm down, get right. the beat down. Now, like the past six months, I'd say, I've seen a lot of riders like really take on. I know it is. It's so cool. It's so cool because like you get to watch every phase of it where they're like, "Oh, I'm I'm almost getting it," and then you see them actually. Oh God! I'm smiling. You right? Like you just cool. Yeah, so good. Katie Weichler was telling me the other day. She's like, "I rode back row, so whenever I do." a right and left oblique, I go like this and I am popping, I pop up my right wrist, my right wrist, but not my left. So I go like that and that, like I never, I only pop my right and I lift it up and pop it down. And then this one just stays on the handlebar and I just pop it. And my whole front row was doing that on Friday. And I was like, those are my (laughs) fucking girls, man. I love it. Those are my fucking girls. I love it. And Katie was like, yeah, your whole front row was like popping their right (laughs) wrist. I'm like, (laughs) they're my girls. Yes. It's just the coolest thing to see. I love that. I love it so much. That oh like God, makes me think so of when hard. we're doing like super heavy, heavy rock, like a heavy, heavy song. I love it when someone comes up to me after class and I'm like, dude, I tried to turn the knob more and it wouldn't turn. Yeah. Like I hit it all the way. Like yeah. I'm like, oh, yes. Yeah. Like get it. I yeah. love that. Like and they can see it too. Like they, they're like, oh, my God, I would never have been able to even do like half that resistance. Yeah. It's so cool. It's really cool. And it's cool to like. Start as a high school girl um, four years ago, taking classes and feeling like insecure to then be feeling super empowered. Yeah. Um, to now have a room like my Monday five is all my high school girls like to have all of the whole room be high school and just think like like I remember what I felt like having this in high school. I'm so glad that I can give this to girls in high school, too. That's I love that. my other favorite thing. I love that because you brought in such a different like demographic, a vibe, a feel, something that we really needed. And it's been so cool to watch you just have your following grow like crazy. It's amazing. And um, you think that you only have high school girls there. I like I have listen, guys, she brings everyone in. Okay. Like, Like, (laughs) I love it. Listen, I love when people walk out of your room and I see the diversity. It is there. I mean, obviously most of them are your, your high school girls. Like they're so damn cute. Um, my high school and college girls. Yeah. But you bring in the moms. I do. do. It's so funny because like, 
like so I have a, a following in the morning of my 930 on Wednesdays and Fridays yeah. and then I have my nighttime following my Monday five is a lot of like it's definitely younger like high yeah. school college yeah my Tuesday at night's very diverse. It's like pretty much everyone. Very. Whenever someone from my morning following of a Wednesday or Friday can Comes take my you. Monday five, they always are <laughs> like, I'm the oldest one yeah. here. They're like, should I be in and here? And I'm like, listen, you're a sis now. Yeah. Like we're all sisses in this room. <laughs> I love We're it. good. Like they're just oh, my girls. Yeah. Like everyone knows like Monday five is girl time. Yeah. I say it all the time. I love it. Monday I love time. it. Yeah. <laughs> But like you, your following has always been so diverse. Yeah. And like I the thing with that. Jess is like her following is like ride or die <laughs> for <Ride> Jessica Vero. <laughs> yeah, but you have that too. No, I definitely do. I definitely do. But like it's it's really like Jess touches people in a way that it's so like she makes you feel like you're the only person in that room, Aww, which is really special. Goal. Yeah. It's a really special feeling. Because I do because I feel like. I'm a very good uh, reader of like energy, vibes, like, you know, just that feel in the room. I thrive off of that. Like, I just love all the feels. Okay. Hashtag all the feels for me. Like, literally, I just like cry all the time. But um, so I can always feel that specific energy from every individual person in the room. And I that's why I love being on the floor like mm-hmm. I love to walk around I love to you connect I, yeah I, I like that not saying that you can't on the bike because you totally can you yeah, absolutely yeah, yeah. can um but I just love to like get in there with them I don't yeah. know I, I know, love there's it some songs yeah. where like like if I play bound to you oh god if oh, I play god. bound to you I so want to be up on that bike with them and like yes fucking going ham to yep. that song with them but then if it's like a rap song and I'm like this is fucking fun as shit I want to yeah. be on the floor dancing yes. with them and I can never tell what's more tiring what do you think is more tiring being Both. on the bike or on the Both. floor it's the same like <laughs> I it's the exact same it's funny because when I'm riding I'm like oh this is the moment that I would probably like get off the bike like if I'm taking a class and then I'm like thinking about it and I'm like, God, no, I get so tired when I'm on the floor, like yeah. jumping around. Ah. Yeah. It's Too funny. literally the exact same. Cause like on the floor, we don't slow down. Like we just we don't. keep going. Yeah. Well, and that's our job, you know, yeah. like we need to, um, just always, always bring it. Pausing it one last time for our very last ad break for the episode. Hope you guys are loving it so far and we'll be right back. yesterday we did the uh first song of sprints after the second one i got off and i went in the back corner by the door and i just moved my mic away from my mouth and i was just panting i was like oh my god i've done that so many times i was like tori (laughs) get it together all together (laughs) listen guys if you knew how tired we actually get you would be yeah and it's crazy because we've been doing it for four years yeah like and we always say like it doesn't get easier it doesn't you just get stronger you do and like that still doesn't really make sense to me but you like your stamina gets better yeah but you still get tired like you can do more Mm -hmm. but you still get winded like i don't know how to explain it you just get better yeah you do you get better and you just find 
more ways to challenge yourself. I guess that's how you can like put it because because you're getting stronger, maybe you add more resistance during a sprint and you're like, oh, whoo, shit, that was hard. But you already knew that you could do it just one turn less. You know, like you always just find something yeah i don't know no you do but you're right four four years later and you're like we're listen we're still huffing and puffing yeah, like don't, don't think that we're not back, dude and i miss both of the cows <laughs> oh my god i my just first one recently too it was terrible the first song i miss both of them <laughs> and i literally happens, i was like i was like holy shit guys i'm so sorry i'll get the next one <laughs> miss the second one i'm like am i okay <laughs> It was Wait. Bouncer by Showtech. I could sing that song in Spanish backwards oh and I miss both accounts. I'm like, um, okay guys. It's so funny because have to go with it. you, you know, you sit there and you think, oh, you know, they're seasoned writers. Like they got their shit together. Listen, nope. we don't like, we don't, we're human. And we can't, we just like have fun with it. Like if you, if you fuck up, you're like, oh, oh shit. shit. Sorry. Guys. <laughs> I always say just kidding. Yeah. Like, like sometimes I just go with it and act like nothing ever happened. Yeah. But then like yesterday it was the, it was the first drop <laughs> and I missed it twice. It happens to the best I missed it both times. It does. And I was like, I'm oh, sorry. I'm still waking up, I guess. <laughs> I have said something like that oh before too. God. Like, oh, mama hasn't had enough coffee. Literally. <laughs> Clearly. And then second song was right above it. And I'm like, all right, this is my redemption. <laughs> Here we go, guys. Oh, my God. Yeah, it was, it's just so funny to, like, see us evolve and stuff. You know what I also find to be super evolving is our voices. Yeah. Like, I look back at videos oh of my God. me when I was at the other mm-hmm. studio, and I literally was like, okay, guys, like, go three days. <laughs> yeah. And now I feel like I definitely sound, like, still kind of demonic, but I yeah. have, like, demonic. a cuter voice to it. I'm like, okay, in three, two, one, go! You know? It's demonic. I can't. Bit. Yeah, well, we do. We, like, get... It, well, it's funny because you're you're very vocal on social media mm-hmm. and your YouTube. So people hear this like bubbly voice, like yeah. so sweet, just like Tori, you know? <laughs> it's funny when people are like, oh my God, wait, that's Tori? Like In my teaching? No yeah. one even, everyone's like, it, I didn't even know that was you. I'm right? like, okay, guys. Yeah, your videos you. on Instagram, people will be like, um, that's what? Your voice? <laughs> like, you just like you flip a switch and you become a different person you do like it's so funny with you because like in your classes like it's so like deep and badass and it's like yeah you know yeah. and then as soon as you're done and you're doing the cool down you're like okay guys <laughs> one deep breath in someone said i sound like a phone sex operator during cool down. you do you absolutely do it's such a different i mean i think we all have it but it's just it's so funny to hear the it is funny and then like you walk out the door and you're like hey guys like you know oh my god God, you just like it overcomes you it's the oh it's the best i hear these people with like these cute little instructing voices (laughs) and i'm like oh that could never be me god bless i wish it it was doesn't work me either and then i hear myself in a video i'm like wow okay that sounded and you're right demonic you're like super intense and you're like okay I have to pull it back maybe like a little bit and then I get into class and it's just like nope nope this is me like it's not going away guys I always thought show had a great voice because she just like projected her so well yeah it still sounded like her it did but she never sounded like demonic like how you and I do (laughs) and I still to this day I'm like how does she do that Uh, we're just we're very special a cute voice i could never never i could never could never be you but you know what i feel like with you you have a good like change up though too because thank you the last time we were doing it might have been um the ride for emily hunt 
Like you still, you had like times of when you were saying like your countdown numbers, like you sounded so like cute. Thank yeah. You. I try on my And counts. then like, it was like, oh, right <laughs> after it, I was like, oh shit. Like there's, there's many Tories here right now. I, and I loved it. My counts, I try and keep kind of cutesy. Yeah. And then yeah. as soon as I'm like, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. And people are like, okay. And I remember it. listening to a, a, a video of me, my first class ever at the last studio. I sound it like an infant mm-hmm. newborn child, Me like too. baby Jess. Yeah. What? Like, it's yeah. so weird. And I'm like, oh my God, how do people take me seriously? Same. Literally. <laughs> to like it's what so we weird. sound like now. It's so, so weird. But we sound amazing. Yeah. No, we definitely <laughs> came into our voices. We did. I even look back at the first day that I taught at um, Stride yes. on the opening day. Yep. I sounded so out of breath and so airy and so deep. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you with me riding? I'm like, holy <laughs> Tori, what the fuck? Hello? Yeah, That's bro. Victoria. <laughs> I was so like deep and like masculine. I was like, you with me? You feel me? You ride me? I'm like, what? <laughs> Who wants to hear that? It's funny because you think about it. We weren't teaching for how long? Like nine months. Yeah. So listen, riding is so different than instructing. Like you can be the strongest rider and the moment that you have to talk and do it, like it's, it's crazy. It's crazy. It's so crazy. Okay. So we are going to shift um, and open the floor. Oh, um, wait, what's to this? questions? The Q and A section. Oh Qu- my Remember God. how I ask questions? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, Instagram. on my personal Instagram, which is at Tori Sterling underscore, I asked you guys for questions. So we have a bunch and oh, I'm just going to pick shit, out, I'm just going to pick out a couple because okay. you have to go to Pilates soon. So, <gasps> okay. We, we still have time. We have like 15 minutes. We, yeah. Maybe 20, 15, 20. We're good. Okay. So we'll pick out some questions. Um, yeah. These are really good. Okay. The first one was how crazy was the audition process or did you oh already have people in mind? Well, I feel like it was like 50, 50, it was 50, 50. Yeah. We definitely had like our girls that we already knew that like we wanted to be a part of this. But it was crazy. It was crazy. It was so my like, favorite. It was really fun. So like there were some instructors that like Lauren, Babs, for example, like we knew them previously. Yeah. And we like we knew that they would come with us. Right. Um, whenever we opened. But uh, and then there was like Anne. Yeah. We were like we thought of Anne. Uh, I didn't know Anne. Gab. 100% Gab was actually one of the first people to know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So there were definitely some people that we knew that yeah, we wanted Sarah. on our team. Sarah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, and then the Aww. other auditions, the auditions were crazy. They tell, were. Tell us about it. Um, they actually, it was like one of my most favorite memories is, is through all the auditions. Oh, we were so tired. We were so, so tired. I remember this like boomerang that I took of us. First of all, I was eight months pregnant. Bouncing on the ball so large. Bouncing time. on a ball, guys. Like one of those huge exercise balls. Tori next to me. We like barely were eating. <laughs> we were just like... <laughs> living at the living studio. at the studio and the studio covered in, in dust yeah yeah it was like, in it, it was drywalled at the yeah. time so like we made sure that electric was working so we could have lights on at night mm-hmm. and uh we had we kicked our contractors out at like four we did. i remember there was one day during auditions where like the drop ceiling guy was there working and we're yes. like do you care and he's like no we, do we your asked thing. him he was like playing like spanish music on his little radio we were like um can we turn, turn that down <laughs> like we gotta do this um it was so it was you know what it was really cool to see the strength that it took people to like come and try out it's nerve-wracking first of all we're sitting there 
staring at them Mm -hmm. and music isn't listen we didn't have any of our sound system yet guys it was literally playing out of a bluetooth speaker yeah and it was it was ghetto it was um the ghetto so us though like we were just like getting after it um it was uh it was intense because it was it's so hard to pick um some of them we knew instantly yeah. You know, but it's so hard to say no to people. Yeah, it's really hard to say it's no. It's really people. hard. And like we were definitely going for we were strategic and we still are in our hiring process of like Absolutely. who's gonna represent the brand well, who aligns with the brand, who kinda I hate to say fits in with the rest of us, but like who who works we'll with mesh. the rest of yeah. us. Yeah, mesh, better word. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Um the audition process was a week long of auditions every single day. Yeah. Um probably like f- f- five to 10 a day. Yeah. Auditions like back to back to back. Yeah. We had over, we had 50 people audition, which was awesome. Mm -hmm. Um, and from that we only took 10. About. Yeah. We took 10 and some of them we didn't even take like for opening. We were like, we're going to train you to hire you. Cause like we saw potential in a lot of people that just weren't there yet. Yeah. But we knew that we like wanted them to be a part of the team eventually. Yep. Um, so once people got, uh, hired, from auditions then some of them had to go into training and some did not like Noreen didn't need training because she was already teaching Lauren didn't need training because she right. was teaching Kelly Hand didn't need training because she was teaching yeah um like Anne Gab Christina um I think there were only like what four yeah there weren't many three or four and trainings happened training. right when you had the baby yeah so a lot of the trainings I would like FaceTime you went on yeah 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 and but I remember when I was pregnant because we did trainings with the OG girls oh my god guys literally upstairs in Tori's (laughs) in Tori's house and like the floor the bike in there the floor was like shaking Shaking. I mean I was like well might go into here we go fine totally fine stride (laughs) or die for real oh yeah memories training was like crazy yeah uh the next question did you make a formal business plan yes oh yeah um, you definitely need a business plan. And yeah. it was just, you know, that was how we would get uh, investors, which is how we ended up opening. We had private investors. Um, so we would get investors through business plans. And uh, it's just good to have projections. Honestly, like I don't refer back to it a lot, um, but you definitely needed it in the startup of it. So oh, yeah, I'm glad, for sure. I'm glad that we had it. Um, oh, this is a good question. How do you manage to work on the business, not in the business? Huh. I have one answer. Go ahead. Lauren. Yeah. Oh God. Yes. Yeah. Like yeah. before we hired Lauren, Jess and I were very managerial. Yeah. And it was fine for us. And it was great for our, our goals at the time. Yeah. Um, like I feel like 2018, we were just focused on getting it open, getting a name for it, right. stuff like that. Getting people to stay. Exactly. Come. 2019, we were very much so in cruise control where we we're like, okay, we're open. We have a following. Let's keep building it as best we can, but let's also just work on let's work in the business and, yeah. you know, do li- like little mind body tasks and little managerial tasks and like whatever. And then, um, once our goals for the whole business kind of shifted, that's when I was like, okay, we need to work on the business, not in the business. Like we're the owners. We don't have to be doing like these little things for mind right. body. Like right. we can hire a manager and like, we're so lucky that we are able to bring Lauren yeah. on full time that now Lauren like does everything in the business that we don't need to be doing. Right. So it's, it's really good. I remember when I was really young, my dad, um, like I said, he owns his own business and my dad, uh, wanted to hire 
well, my mom wanted my dad to hire a manager. And I was like, why? Like my dad's the owner. Like that's what he does. And my mom's like, no, no, no. Like a manager does little things so that the owner can like enjoy the benefits of being an owner. Like you can take a little more time off and like spend time with like family or you can do other things. And like you trust that you have someone there. Right. That's going to run the business. And which is how ironic that Lauren was the one who basically created the idea of us all together. And now she's helping us run it. It's really cool. It's really cool. Uh, this question, did you do any market research on the area you opened, uh, the customers that might come in? Did you know it's going to be a success? Wait, read that again. Did you do any market research on the area that you opened? Did you know that it would be a success with the customers that might come in? Well, I feel like research would really be our experience of where we were and seeing what people wanted just even from our own clientele. Yeah. Um, and we knew that spin was obviously already an up and coming thing and in this area. So I feel like living in it was our research. Yeah. Being a part of it was the way that we would find out what they wanted. Um, I don't know. What are your thoughts on that? Uh, in short, my answer is no, we didn't do market research right. because we live in a very saturated area. Um, there's like a saying where it's like, if you build it, they will come. That was yep. exactly like what was going to happen with yeah. us. And like, we just knew it. Um, the only thing that I would say worried us a little bit <clears throat> was that there was another studio that just opened that wasn't doing as great as we all expected it to. Yeah, That was like the only, because before then I like, we only ever saw another studio open up that did incredible right still does yeah so I was like oh if you open a studio like it just it's going to be a gold mine like you just have it's going to do well like why wouldn't it yeah and then there was another studio that opened up a third studio and it wasn't doing as amazing as like we all kind of thought yeah so that's when I was like oh shit like it it might not do well right you know because I only based it off of yeah you know yeah so that was the only time for me, but in short, no, we didn't do market research. Um, but if you built it, they will come was definitely the mentality. Yeah. And we like, we just had trust in our clientele and ourselves. I'm just trying to navigate my legs right here. <laughs> it's okay. I'm my the microphone. Flying. Yeah, my, no, my legs like, are all over the place. Yeah, no, we're doing, we're doing fine. Um, okay. That was a great question. Uh, another question. How did you both prepare th- for the financial risk of, of opening stride? Oh God. Money is scary. Very. And honestly, I it was it's just the trust of our private investors in us, in our in our goal. Yeah. You know well, what about you personally? Because like you signed a lease, so that's a five year lease. And like if for whatever reason the, the lease falls through, like you and I have to pay it. Right. Same with the bank. Like if we took out like a line of credit and that falls through, like you and right. I have to pay it. Like what about that financial risk? Um you know, I sat down with my husband and we realized, well, it is, it's a huge risk. It's huge. But at the same time, like if you never try, you're just, you're just, you're never going to know if you're not going to dive into it. Like why even, you know, mm-hmm. you have, you do, you have to put your life in it. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. And, do. um, you just know that if you don't, if you're not willing to risk that, then you won't be successful. It's definitely very scary, but I think that we also like knew that there's ways to protect yourself against true anything. From very failing. true. Like LLCs are there to like protect yep. the individual person. So there's ways around it, but at the same time, like you, d- you know that like 
you don't have the security of going to a nine to five. You don't have the security of like, right. if this fails, like, oh, I'll get, you know, I'll get pension or like whatever. Like you don't, yeah. you don't have that. Yeah. So that's definitely like a risk. Um, it is. That not everyone's made out to take on. Yeah. Very true. This one's for you, Jess. Oh, okay. Were you nervous about having such a young business partner? No. Not, not at all. Um, age is just a number. It really is. And um, I never doubted Tori. I knew uh, she was extremely business oriented at such a young age. I mean, how old were you when you started your YouTube? 13, 14? 14, yeah. 14 years old, guys. I mean, 14. Say that again. <laughs> like, that's yeah. the age of my stepdaughter. That's crazy to think that she would, like, start her empire right now. Um, so it made no difference to me. And I knew that she had such an amazing um, family behind her that one art, you know, has experience in business and um, your mentality was just amazing. Still is, still is even more, you know, uh, but no, I never, I never doubted your age. Yeah. You and Eric never did. And never. I always appreciated that yeah. so much. Like I remember there was this one person that um, we always try and tell Eric like, Oh, be careful of Tori. Like you shouldn't trust Tori. Yeah. Like you shouldn't, you shouldn't like put all your worth into like a 19 year old. And Eric's like, what are you talking about? Yeah. Like what? Like who like, cares? Like, right. Yeah. Right. Like I'll never forget that. Mm -hmm. But you guys always like believed in me so much. Absolutely. Um, okay. Another question is how did you guys decide who was going to do what in the business? So oh, I think gosh. this definitely has like layers and steps to it. Yeah. So when it came to like opening the business itself, Jess was nannying full time and pregnant. So, um, I would just take on a lot of like the, the nitty gritty roles that were yeah. just like boring and like didn't, I didn't need two, two people for. Right. So like setting us up on mind body or doing like legal documents. And then I would just call Jess in like when I needed a signature, or, like yeah. when uh, I would like review like what I was working on with her and she would just approve things or, you know, question things. And then we'd go from there. Yeah. So I think setting up was like, yeah, we would always have yeah. like get togethers. Like yeah. we would come here for, Oh my God. Do you remember our like mind body modules yeah. that we had to do? Like yeah. you, me and Sarah would be here and we would bring Good a bunch snacks. of snacks and stuff. Um, and you know, we would have like meetings with the lawyers and I would always have to find literally like an hour within the middle of my day. Um, it, you know, it's, I'm so thankful that Tori was able to, you know, do, do things without me at times because yeah. there sometimes there was no physical way for me to even be there. Yeah. Two so listen, phones, FaceTime, mm -hmm. they're a beautiful thing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. And I feel like now that the studio is open too, we just have our, each of us have our strengths and each right. of us have our weaknesses. Yeah. So like things that I'm not good at, I always delegate to Jess. Things right. That Jess is really good at, I let her take control. Yeah. And I think it's the same with oh, Jess absolutely. in terms of me. Absolutely. So we never like sat down and we're like, okay, you're going to do this. I'm going to do this. Like, yeah. It just, just kind of like fell under our wing. Yeah, you know? exactly. Like when we first started like emails, like cancels, like things like that. Like I just took the role of that. Yeah. Now when it comes to like our food service, like you handle like the right. invoices, like and yeah. we never were like, can you do that? And like, right. I'll do it just this. like, it just happened. naturally happens. Yeah. Exactly. Which it, I think it naturally happened so perfectly. Yeah. You know, like merge social media. Like I took over all that stuff right. and it just works yeah it does yeah Absolutely. but like we always get each other's input on things like we never oh, yeah, just yeah, like yeah. do things and then not tell each other and we're like what is this and we're yeah like, oh i added like a whole new class but i'm not going to tell you about <laughs> yeah. it like oh i hired somebody like yeah no like business decisions we always make together yep but like day to day we also trust each other that like we're having the business's best intention oh absolutely so. and having lauren is such a help though too so now like the you know the 
tiny things that took a lot of time mm-hmm. are now being taken care of, which is good. Yeah. Always. Um, okay. Let's see. Have the two of you. Hmm. I should have looked at these a little before. <laughs> um, we love on the spot questions. Everyone's pretty much asking like what we already talked about. Like, how's your work life balance with one another, like friendship and stuff. What made you want to partner together? Um, all right. I guess we'll do two more questions. Okay. So we're getting a lot of finance questions. Um, and I guess we can talk about it because no one really talks about money. Yeah. Um, people are asking, how much money did it cost to open Stride? I mean, are we going to be honest? Um, I think we should be honest. It took like a half a mil. Yeah. I mean, it's... <laughs> we were very naive when we were thinking of numbers and like, oh, it'll only be like 150,000 for this and yeah. oh 25,000 for that. But let me tell you guys, it just adds up. And if you want something to look exactly the way you want it, you got to put money into it. And it, it took a lot. Yeah. It took a lot. And very thankful for, you know, all, all of our investors who really just have so much belief in our dream it's I mean you think about that number doesn't it kind of make you want to throw up yeah it does and like I just remember um well okay a huge burden taken off our back is the fact that we don't have many loans right which is really nice to have a business that's not in a ton of debt right um so that's really really nice but I remember like we had $150,000 for startup Mm -hmm. through um investors yep and we were like, this is going to last us like at least through like, the middle of construction and then we'll find more money when we have to. Yeah. Before we even started construction, the 150 was, like, was yeah, gone. It was gone. It was gone. It was crazy. And like looking back, I'm like, what the fuck were we spending it on? Right. But like it's so much money to do like um, startup costs of like the mm-hmm. architect and the down deposit for the construction and like the lease and yep. the space. Like there's so much money that just gets spent. Like I don't even really remember now like where it all went, but like yeah. I just remember being like, Bryant was like, okay, like I need $20,000 by like Friday. And I'm like, right. uh, the bank account has $0 in it, but like, y'all get you that well, check. Like we'll figure it yeah, out. Yeah, we did. <laughs> and like, that was always the mentality. Like we will just figure it out. Yeah. Cause like we had no other option, but then to figure it out. Right. Exactly. And like my mom is very involved and my mom is very different than me in the sense that she's a stressor and she's like a planner and she's like a, you know, she freaks out if like things aren't figured out. Right. And I'm very much so like, it'll work out because it has to like that's I'm naive in a sense that way but I think it benefits the business that I'm so naive like that I feel like we both feel that way like always because we just we do we we just like trust our instincts we trust our ourselves and um but that's what it takes you know kind of being a little bit more lenient like oh we got this like oh it'll it'll come together yeah but it does. Yeah. It does. It does because it has to. Right. You have no other choice. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, you can definitely do it less than we did. Like, I, I remember when we were setting it up and, like, we fan, found out that it was going to be, like, $500,000. I literally was like, are other studios doing this, too? Right. Like, are we doing this so wrong? And, yeah. like, yeah, we still might be. Like, right. I have no idea how much it costs to open, like, any other studio. Yeah. Like, maybe we are doing it so wrong. Um, But, yeah, like, it's it's a lot of money. It is. But we want to... We had very, uh, 
We don't want to take shortcuts. Yeah, we didn't. And we had a very like opinionated view of exactly Mm -hmm. what we wanted it to look like. We knew it was going to cost money to open. So we're like, we weren't being like stingy or shysty. We're like, okay, like I know the bikes that I want are good bikes and they cost us much money. Like I'm ready to drop 50 grand on bikes. Right. You know, I know the contractor that I want is good and like he's done it before and like he can build good studios. Like I know it's going to cost him a lot of money. So let's do it. Yeah. Like we just, we knew that it was going to be expensive. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's okay. I mean, maybe we didn't know exactly how much, but we knew at least, you know, the startup of it, which we got. Yeah. So, so if you, you're listening to this and you're like, okay, well, how did you get money? We got it through private investors. And the way that you can get money through private investors is making a business plan and presenting it to people. Yeah. Like you have to like sell yourself and like people that, I mean, it can be people that really don't know you, but believe in what you want to give other people. Yeah. But if you are very small, definitely go to the people that really truly know you and know how you work and know how badly you want this and they see it yeah because that makes a huge difference it's definitely um a burden to have people that are close to you true invest in you because you it's like this it's like dangling meat over someone's head like yeah you know like it's you're carrying a lot of weight on your back yeah knowing that like people dump their life savings into this yeah um so that's definitely scary stressful and scary too Mm -hmm. but people that know you tend to believe in you and also want the best for the business too right rather than just like a random investor from like ohio that like doesn't really know us but has like a lot of money that he can spend right for example not that we have a random investor not from saying ohio, that you can't but if you, you know, are you a can. random person from ohio that wants to invest let me know my email is i'm just kidding <laughs> she I'm does always looking. i'm always looking um okay one more question and then i'm gonna let you go because you have pilates okay okay it's 10 oh yeah yeah I gotta okay go. if someone wants to open a studio what's the advice that you'd give them find yourself a good goddamn team Hell yeah. seriously because you can't do it alone it, i mean you can you can but you need that support um you need people around you that believe in you just as much as you believe in yourself and to make you believe even more because support is where it's all about community it takes a damn village guys it does it really does what about you i'd say the same thing yeah like you can't just because you can do anything doesn't mean that you should do everything yeah delegate find people that have their strengths like don't don't do it all on your own yeah like let let people help you yeah let there be a team behind you and that's hard at times but yeah but like if you're hiring the right people just trust that they have the business's best intention too. Right. So def- don't try and do it all alone. Yeah. Find your peeps. Hold yeah. on tight to them. Yes. We love ours. That was our first episode. Oh my God. Oh my God. High five, High five baby. You. This was a long one. It was an hour and 23 minutes. Well, listen, well, Tori and I can chat yeah, forever. We, really we probably could chat even more, but if we didn't have Pilates, <laughs> I know. we'd be talking for another two hours. <laughs> We listen, we love all of our stories together and yeah. so many more to come. We have to bring you back on so that we can get to know Jess. Let's this do it. Getting to know the business. But yeah. I want to know Jess and I'm sure they all want to know Jess There's too. There's lots of layers. There's I'm lots a, of I'm layers. sizzling onion. We're an onion, baby. We We're peel back here. That's right. We peel on the couch. I love oh, it. Uh, sounds weird. Yeah. <laughs> We're sitting on the couch. Um, okay. 
so guys, next week we're going to be coming out with a new episode every single Wednesday. Next week is going to be a very special episode oh, yeah. because this upcoming Sunday, so in four days, we are announcing something huge. So make sure you guys are following Strides Instagram. That's at Strides Spin and Fitness. And then on Wednesday, we'll be talking all about the new announcement that's coming Ooh. on Sunday. Jess, pimp yourself out. Where can people find you? Um, Instagram. My handle is at jessierow 22 J-E-S-S-I-E-R-O-W. Two-two, baby. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and if people are local, where can they find you at the studio? Um, like my schedule? Yeah. I So I teach Monday mornings, the spin fusion with Gab. She's amazing. She does the boxing part. We do that 9.30. Monday nights, 6 p.m. box. Tuesday nights, spin and booty, 7 p.m., uh, Thursday morning is going to be my new power class. It's 60 minutes, uh, mostly heavy resisted extra weights type of deal. F- every Friday morning, 930 box. Every other Friday night is happy hour spin. And every Saturday at 9 a.m., baby, spin. There you go. There you go. You can find that on the Stride app or on Mind Body, and then just search for Stride. Um, Jess's schedule is on there. Yeah. So yeah, go show her all the Check love. out everyone. Check we out everyone. Our girls. Check them all out. Um, I just picked my lip and now I'm bleeding. Oh God. Good for me. Be careful. I do it all the time. <laughs> Felt good. All right. So guys, uh, we are going to sign off. Thank you so much for listening to the very first episode of The Stride Effect. That was fun. I'm so excited for next Wednesday's episode. So if you guys liked this, please be sure to uh, subscribe and leave a five-star review and a rating for the podcast. The first of many to come. And I am so excited for this podcast. And I could not be more thrilled that we're doing this. Me too. This is awesome. This is great. All right. Thank you guys so much. Have a wonderful rest of your week. And happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. Bye, guys.